Right, to absolutely nobody's surprise, uh, Mark Reed has been awarded the CEO role for WPP. Uh, after the departure of Martin Sorrell uh, earlier in 2018. Yes, that's right. So this was a five-month job interview process. Mm -hmm. On Monday, he was announced as the CEO. Yep. And on Tuesday, he was up front and centre on his first analyst call. Good timing. Uh, and he had good news. Yes. So uh, the first announcement was that net sales of WPP was up 0.7%. They'd really eked out they, their a little positive spin. They had. I yeah. mean, the first bit of positive financial news since Q1 of 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he talked about the success of WPP in recent pitches. Mm -hmm. And uh, he illustrated, I think, a, a forensic understanding of WPP. So that kind of reassured the market. And I think yeah. uh, almost universally, uh, it's acknowledged that, that Mark is probably the best person for that, for that job. Yeah. Um, but when asked about his vision, obviously as CEO, he needs to define and articulate a clear vision for WPP. Mm. Um, he talked about kind of radical evolution rather yeah. than kind of structural, you know, uh, revolution, yeah. I think, which I kind of, I think was interesting. Yeah, it's good, good words. Um, and he's, he's, not him, but WPP management have made some really interesting plays across the summer. Apparently Mark spent most of his summer in the US, which we know is a real challenge for WPP's business. He's got to get that right. And also, I think really tellingly, they moved out of the what they called the Farm Street offices in London, mm -hmm. which was a small building. I mean, the WPP management is called a very, very lean. But just to break those ties with the Sorrel era, they they seem to be making some big plays to draw a line under yeah. that and kind of move on. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we know, you know you've probably seen Martin Sorrel talking a lot about the challenges faced by WPP. Maybe you know he's prodding the bear, yeah. prodding the bear. Um, but that radical evolution, I mean, if you if you watched the previous episode, we did an episode uh, a little while back where we talked about a WPP playbook 2.0, yes. if you remember. Uh, and we were playing around with some kind of brand logos of their agencies uh, and, you know, took the... Uh, you know, took the license to just smash some businesses around. And, to much and, ridicule, and, I have to and say. And yeah, to a few people kind of said it was a bit daft. Um, but that's probably what he's going to have to yeah. do. The, if you like, watch the episode if you haven't seen it before, because the the main message that we had, our thought on a WPP kind of new playbook, was to really separate lines of business. Mm. And what we said was that there should be, you could take most of the creative agencies, uh, take the the strategy and the planning out of media agencies, put those in the creative agencies. Yeah. So you've got data insight, strategy, and planning, and creativity in one business mm -hmm. and that could charge a fee yeah like a bit more like a consultancy business mm -hmm. and then leave all the media buying the technology and the kind of the data an analysis within just group m so yes. we actually advocated to get rid of all the agency media agency brands and aggregate them under mm -hmm. under uh, one single business and those are mostly transactional business which mm -hmm. could charge small commissions yes. on some form of transactions or processing uh, so that was our kind of, you know, that's our new gift to Mark Reed, uh, if you wish to follow that, yeah. that playbook. But that's what we thought would be important. And it creates, we think, what's needed, which is in, in creative agencies, uh, sorry, within these holding companies, yeah. making the creative agencies more like highly trusted consultative businesses, harking a bit back to like the Mad Men yeah. era, where like the CEOs most trusted advisor was the person from the creative agency because That's they right. knew the brand and they knew the customer and they knew the uh, marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. I think we may be going back to that. 
Yeah, now, right. These creative consulting creative agencies with all the insight should be the friend of the CEO yeah. now. And that's the opportunity, I think, to split these things yeah. out once and for all. And I think as a, as a kind of as a pioneering blueprint for that, uh, the AND partnership, which is yeah. kind of, you know, under the guardianship of Johnny Hornby, uh, has that model in mind, right? And mm. it's proved, uh, it appears to have proved very successful uh, in, in working with Toyota. Yep. So this is, this is an integrated agency solution which is kind of governed through the creative teams, through the creative agency, where they use data to, uh, and technology to influence marketing strategy. Yep. And then they bring in the relevant capabilities from, from the agencies to help fulfill that. Yep. But what's, what's different about this solution is that they embed these teams within the, within the client's marketing organizations. Yep. Uh, and that, like management consultants. Well, absolutely, yeah. right. And that's and if you look at back at, at kind of Mark's, uh, you know, initial ideas of how his vision for WPP will will move forward, it's about yeah. it's about agility. It's about delivering against client requirements, and yeah. it's about in housing teams within client organisations. So, yeah. so perhaps the you know the Hornby you know and partnership model or blueprint might be something that that. You know, Mark may want to bring into into the uh, into the organisation yeah. a bit deeper. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, within the group, that looks like the model that seems to be working to those kind of rules. Yeah. Uh, so we wouldn't be surprised if we saw Mark, you know, maybe elevate uh, Mr. Hornby to some kind of role of catalyst for change or transformation, change because that does seem to be a, a viable blueprint. Yeah, for change uh, for the business. Yeah. Um, what else do we know? We. we the, the, these one of one of Martin Sorrell's legacies, uh, the big one of the biggest legacies that he created at WPP was this idea of like bespoke teams. If yeah. you remember, like these these kind of horizontal client groups that were that were built to the specific requirements of a particular brand. Um, that seems to look like a quite an old-fashioned mm. and redundant model. No. Well, I mean, you know, you're, you're referencing, I think, probably Greenhouse, which was the bespoke agency that was developed to, to look after Lloyd's, the, yeah. the bank. And it was very innovative at the time. And again, it was all about understanding data and using data to make real-time decisions. But again, housed within kind of a media environment. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Group M have just retired Greenhouse. Yeah. Uh, and the Lloyd's business is now up for review, uh, and you know perhaps again it's an indication that that model just didn't kind of work, uh, yeah. and and uh, and it's quite a big statement I think to retire something that was yeah. with, that was launched with such great fanfare. Because the, the idea of these of these bespoke agency models uh, is that they enable the agency group to offer multiple different disciplines to that single client. Didn't work in this case, in yeah. the case of Greenhouse. I think they were trying to trying to make media the catalyst to then br maybe bring in other bits, mm. um, you know. But we hear that was incredibly expensive for Group M. They had to subsidise it yeah. for many years on behalf of the client to the tune of millions of pounds mm. every year, um, and they've just decided to pull the plug. That looks like a slightly redundant model now, and, and wouldn't be surprised if they go back to a slightly more traditional yeah. kind of media agency um, arrangement. So. If that model's retired, if, the, if that kind of Sorrel model's retired, what is the new model then for Mark Reed? I think the biggest test, we think, and probably that actually Mark's 
success or failure may well be marked on this one particular thing uh, is the global review that's going on for Ford at the yeah. moment. And Ford, I think it's called, whatever it was called, it was called Team Detroit, then Team Blue, is an absolute classic example of a bespoke WPP client model. Yeah. It was an agency in its own right employing thousands and thousands of people around the world. And that model is up, is being analysed and reviewed right this moment. Yeah. And it's something that actually, uh, you know, Martin Sorrell keeps referencing. I mean, he, he, he references our biggest account. I mean, I'm assuming yeah. he's speaking as a, as a significant shareholder in WPP yeah. when he references it's, 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 it's our account. It's up the pressure, isn't it, on Mark to have a, have a strategy for Ford. This is it. So the, 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 the agency, the holding group's biggest account is up for review. Uh, and with that comes all of the kind of the legacy issues and with it also comes you know the the appetite for the other holding groups mm. to you know give WPP and perhaps Mark Reed uh, a significant bloody nose mm. in the very early stages of his tenure yeah so there's a lot a lot of pressure on that it's a lose-lose though right there has a huge potential to be a lose-lose if, if WP WPP under Mark's leadership retain Ford, there's a risk that that seems like that they, they may have had to take that on quite punishing commercial terms. Yeah. That they are kind of settling for the status quo. Ford have seen as settling for the status quo, which means that WPP is seen as the status quo and that Ford agency model cannot be changed for some reasons. It doesn't really, if you retain it, it doesn't necessarily, it's not very positive. Yeah. It's probably you're going to be on tighter terms and somehow paints you as the status quo. If they lose the business to another agency, that's going to be seen as the new agency model and make you look like you're the old agency model. And when Mark is coming out to say he has to evolve the way and make agencies indispensable partners, you don't look like an indispensable partner if you're pushed aside by your largest global client. Absolutely. I think it's a lose-lose. Yeah. So what would you do then? Well, this is it, I think. I mean, it's a really bold move. But it might be that the best strategy for Mark Reed is actually to resign the Ford business. It could be an interesting way of sending the right message. It draws a line under the era of, era of sorrow. Uh, it uh, allows him to say, we are not going to play by the same old legacy yeah. rules. In the, I need to reinvent this company. Maybe Ford were asking for things which were unrealistic and we're not prepared to do that. And we want to draw a line and start afresh. It might send the right message. Nuclear as, a, as an option, but we'll yeah. see. Right, good week four. Nike. Yeah. And it is the 30th anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. Is it 30 years? Yeah. Oh. And um, uh, they've launched their campaign uh, with the face of a contentious American athlete, Colin Kaepernick. You these views, say, yeah, yes, um, but it's just brilliant. Uh, it's contentious, it's provocative, yeah. it's just brilliant advertising, Classic. and nice. you just and you can't ignore it. And um, uh, not only has it been you know hugely uh, recognised and discussed, but it's also generated in excess of fifty million dollars worth of earned media value already. And that will rocket. That will yeah. be five hundred million next week, probably. Uh, so, uh, so well done, Nike. Uh, yeah. Bad week for bad week. Well, it's a bad week for bad pitches. Um, and the reason I say that is because, we might have mentioned on a previous episode, but we are uh, in partnership with the 4As, which is the US trade body representing agencies, 
uh, who have had a tough time kind of on a number of different pitches over the last few years. Mm -hmm. um, we've launched a piece of research which is in market at the moment. We will link down below. If you work in, an, in any kind of new biz or management role of a US agency, please get involved. The objective of the research, which I think closes on Wednesday the 12th of September, so getting quick, um, is to look at where the pain points are in a typical pitch and think of ways that we can improve the process. The idea being better process, agencies compete better, better for the advertiser. Yeah. Um, so link down below and we'll, I'm sure we'll be coming back in a few weeks with, uh, with some results on that. Okay, uh, question of the week. Mm -hmm. Should Mark Reed resign the Ford account? Yes, no, whatever. Excellent. Okay, well that's your media snack for this week. Uh, please subscribe and give us a like uh, if you want to be alerted to future episodes. Uh, but that's it for now. See you next time. Right. It's been like a long time since I've done this. It's quite new. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Come on! Yes. <laughs>